Hello, and welcome to Mouth Mechanics. I am your host, Dr. Tanzania Davis. Ashley Hart, dental assistant. Danita Price, your friendly hygienist. Sharon Nickerson, dental assistant, always fierce. Thank you for joining us as we launch our podcast with a two-part series of Unmasking Your Smile. Today, we will start with the first part, which a much needed topic of discussion, halitosis. So let's talk about the big H. Um, All right. We know halitosis is bad breath. We know that society deals with bad breath, but for some reason, they can't seem to tell their spouse that their breath stinks. They can't seem to tell their friends that their breath stinks. They can't seem to comprehend that their own breath stinks and they don't know why and they don't know how to get rid of it. So today we're going to talk about why your breath smells the way it does. And it's not just morning breath either that we're talking about. And then we're going to give you some tips on how to take care of it. And we may even give you some pointers on how to tell the person that you're talking to that they may need to come see the mouth mechanics. So one of the reasons, the main reason your breast thinks is because of your home care. What are you doing at home? Are you brushing? Are you flossing? Are you using a mouth rinse? Are you using a tongue scraper? Are you cleaning a roof of your mouth? And how often are you doing it? And are you doing it properly? And then how often do you come in to see us? One thing that I want everybody to know is that bad breath starts at the back of the mouth where the larger size taste buds are. So everything that you put in there and ate all day and then went to sleep on because you need to brush your teeth before you go to bed. You need to do something about that back of the mouth before you go to bed. We do. In the morning, that's what you smell. At lunchtime, that's what you smell. And then at dinner, when you go home, that's still what you smell because you never got it out. So we're going to talk about making sure what you put in the mouth comes out of the mouth. Being a hygienist, first thing I always tell patients to do is look at me and open wide. That's the worst because when they do it, they got to let out this deep breath. Like they finally glad that they can open their mouth wide and I get all of it. And some patients I do have to sit up and say, okay, let's really talk about this. Let's talk about what's going on in your mouth. And you can look in your mouth and tell your tongue shouldn't be green. Mm-mm. Right. You should not have a coating mm-hmm. on your mouth. That's no, true. You it should, should not, not be black. It should not be brown. Some pink should be coming through your tongue. Definitely be, especially if you haven't had anything to color your tongue. So your tongue should not have a color. I feel like Sharon wants to say something. I can just feel it. <laughs> <laughs> the way the shoulders. I just think because the mask have been on, hiding True. all of that, and the mandate, we're starting to see relaxation on the mandates of mask, And now it's coming out to the forefront. Wait a minute. Something's wrong here. Right. And I think a lot of people have been comfortable not taking care of the oral health because of the mass, mm-hmm. you know? We've gotten a little lax. Yes. I'll admit I have. Definitely. Gotten a little lax and maybe not brushed at night when I should have, as I'm sure some others have as well. Mm-hmm. So the whole point is to get back on track mm-hmm. yes, with absolutely. our dental hygiene and tongue brushing. I know for me, sometimes brushing with a toothbrush can react and get me to the gag reflex. 
it's okay. You're the only one in the bathroom. I mean, unless you have kids or or if your spouse coming back, it's okay. It's private. It's your yes. bathroom. You go yes. ahead. <laughs> because let me tell you something. What you do in private, you wear in public. I appreciate the gag in so private. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that when you come to see me okay. in public, that you have taken care of that. So if you're a gagger, it's fine. I'm a gagger too. Because the thing is, you, you want to stick your tongue out as far as it'll come out your mouth. And then you want to put that tongue scraper, tongue scraper. all the way to the back gag it listen to what i'm saying it is mm-hmm. okay hey who gonna tell on you i don't think <laughs> who a lot check of you, boo? people <laughs> have tongue scrapers or know anything about tongue scrapers yeah. that's true and then there's a debate is uh is electric better than the manual you have that but i think as long as you're using one mm-hmm. or the other yes but now the proper technique so not only what do you use electric versus manual but then what is the proper technique is it so, hard is being rough or better or is it just a light pull? So a lot of people, if they don't know about the tongue scraper, that means they definitely don't know how to use it. I use an electric tongue scraper and I really feel like it's massaging my tongue. So what I do with my, like I say, stick your tongue all the way out mm-hmm. and I do wet my tongue scraper. And of course, I turn it on and I start on the side of my tongue. And I go back as far as I can on the side, on the side, and I apply a little bit of pressure because I'm an eater too. I'm I'm a foodie, so I do apply a little bit of pressure, and I take a slow drag down my tongue, That's and then I rinse it all, and then I overlap just a little bit that one stroke. I overlap, and I take a slow drag down my tongue, and I rinse it off, and I do that until I have completed all the way to the other side of my tongue and then I take a trip back okay. then I do I take a trip back but the other thing that I do is I scrape my tongue every time I use the bathroom I don't just scrape my tongue when I brush my teeth I scrape my tongue every time I use the bathroom because with the tongue having the papilla that it has with the taste buds you have to really keep it clean sometimes you have to look at your think about your tongue like a shag carpet mm-hmm. so if you take a broom you're not really going to get that's why I don't prefer the, the toothbrush when it comes mm-hmm. to cleaning the Absolutely. tongue. It's like taking a broom and trying to sweep a potted plant and try to get that soil up. That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. That's why I prefer the electric tongue scraper because for me it's like the vacuum cleaner okay. it's gonna pull everything right. up but then if my husband come in from outside and he got some dirt on his feet on his shoes i'm having to take my bathroom my vacuum cleaner again right i'm not gonna wait till later on in the day That's so right. every That's time right. i use the bathroom i get my electric tongue scraper and i take care of my tongue okay. and the roof of my mouth because when you close your mouth where does your tongue rest it's just on the roof, the roof. Yeah, it does. Okay. So then mm-hmm. that plaque, that bacteria, everything Cheers. is right back on your tongue. That's why you have to, the tongue needs more attention when it comes to keeping it clean. Mm-hmm. It's like the gums. Those two areas need the most attention because those are the areas that we don't really pay attention to because everybody tell us about the teeth. Go brush your teeth. But Go that, brush your teeth. the tongue is the one that holds the most odor. It does. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. It does. It and does. your toothbrush is not meant to clean your tongue. Is that what you're saying? So to a you, certain extent. When you pay attention to your toothbrush, if you really look at your, your toothbrush, on the back of some of the toothbrushes, you right. have these little raised mm-hmm. bumps. Right. Yes. And you mm-hmm. can use that to clean your tongue. Mm-hmm. But me personally, and 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 I do studies with my patients because you know, I mean, I love people. I really do. But sometimes people and gets hard and they like to prove you wrong. 
Okay. You so, know, you know, I, you will know. T- I will tell my patients, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take your toothbrush and for the next three months, use your toothbrush to scrape your tongue. And then three months after that, take, I want you to take a before and after too. Right. And then three months after that, get you a tongue scraper and pay attention to what your tongue looks like with this toothbrush and with this tongue scraper. It's a big difference. The bristles are not really getting in there. They're not meant for that tongue. Mm-mm. 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 Yeah. And then you come in here with all scrapes and scratches and bumps and bruises and try to blame me. No, yeah. that ain't what I told you to do. Okay. okay. <laughs> that is not what I told you to do. And so, you know, we have rules such as two minutes for brushing your teeth. True. And, you know, and same with flossing. You have these rules. Uh, so I think that really is helpful. Everyone knows the rules. But how long should you be brushing the tongue? So... The thing with the rules, I do say to my patients, I need you to throw the rules out the door. The reason why I say to throw the rules out the door, because brushing for two minutes is brushing two minutes on a healthy mouth. If your mouth is not a healthy mouth, two minutes is not going to cut it. Mm. So however long it takes you to go from one side of your tongue to the other and then back across is however long it's going to take you. Okay. To make sure that you have removed everything that's needed to be removed from under your gums, that take your time because you're not brushing your teeth. You're not making sure your breath is fresh. You're not making sure you're ready to present it to the public what you're doing is you're taking care of your oral health yes Mm -hmm. this is health and that's what that does so you have to say to yourself how much time am i going to invest in my health Mm -hmm. so yeah i tell her to throw the rules out the door so one size fits all yeah Mm -hmm. tailored to what you need yeah the other thing that i am noticing for whatever reason patients don't like to rinse they don't like to gargle and those rinses with the essential oils those really help with bad breath now i have found this technique and y'all just go with me somewhere okay so i have found this technique you know how when we were younger we like to throw our head back and gargle because we want to make the bubbles and hear the sound right yeah. uh-huh. but if you pay attention that when you go to do that your tongue automatically falls to the back of your yes, throat it because uh-huh. it's protecting you from choking right but I am saying to you, you're just going to have to choke just a little bit, okay? Let somebody know. Y'all listen out for me. If I don't <laughs> you know, in a couple minutes, y'all come check on the system. So what I tell my patients to do is when you throw your head back, stick your tongue up out your mouth and gargle because... It gets to the very it back. It gets to the very mm-hmm. back. It gets to those big taste buds that harbor everything. I've had patients come back and say, you know, the first three times was traumatic. Mm. But once once they got the hold of it, once they got a hang of it, um, one young lady, she said her boyfriend told her that her breath smells better. Wow. Then he told her that her breath smells because she changed her diet. Mm. So she changed her diet. What you eat plays a part. What you don't eat plays a part in what is coming up out of your mouth. Those gases and things that's coming up out of your mouth. So when she changed her diet, because everybody want to be... What exactly was she eating? She was on a keto diet. Oh, that's she, another she... topic um, that does affect breath and people don't realize that. Yes. Um, do want to go back to the mouth rinses, key ingredients, any ingredients that anyone should be looking for besides like maybe natural mints. 
Mm-hmm. Eucalyptus, yes. peppermint, mm-hmm. thyme. The essential oils. And it'll tell you if you read the bottles, if you if you're a label reader, it'll say has the following essential oils. Mm-hmm. So there are certain essential oils that are antibacterial, that are antifungal, that certain mouth rinses have in them. Some mouth rinses do not have essential oils at all whatsoever. And they are just to freshen your breath, Mm -hmm. but they don't kill the bacteria that causes your breath to stink. So pay attention to the ones that have the essential oil. Pay attention to the ones that have the ADA seal of approval. Pay attention to all of those. And if you're like myself, old school, grew up on the brown listerine. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say, that's what I just feel like they want that burn. Now, it's essential oils, you, you may not get that burn, you any type of burning feeling, but you do have to be careful if you are on medications that dry out the mouth mm-hmm. because things that dry out your mouth, you may think are freshening you or temporarily because without that saliva, you don't have the lubricant and there you have that odor again. Yes. And you feel like you're in a non-ending battle, a cycle. So essential oils would be great for patients who, who are um, on those medications or have a compromised state of saliva flow. That's what I recommend to the patients. I say, you know, that blue Listerine is cute and everything has <laughs> a nice little taste to it, but I want you to get that brown one, the one that caused that tear to come down. The the original. Get the, the original Listerine because it has the four essential oils mm-hmm. that take care. I want to say this word so bad, but I know I'm about to mess it up. And it begins with a Q. Quant. I'm going to say it on the next episode. I'm going to have it for you. <laughs> but that original Listerine contains those four essential oils that take care of those ammonium smells that does that. I always recommend mm-hmm. that brown Listerine. I don't know what it is. I, it's, the original is always better. It, it, is. <laughs> it is. And if you can't take the uh, the alcohol content, then they do have Listerine Zero. Yes. Right. Zero. Result. That's without the alcohol in it. That's right. Because mm-hmm. the other thing, I think Chris Pro Health also has the essential oils in it but y'all stay tuned because the mouth mechanics are working on something that's right we are yep we are the mouth mechanics are mouthmechanics.com you will start to see products recommended products we'll be testing and letting you know what is the top of the line and what what we recommend mm-hmm. so tried and true on mm-hmm. um and what we see on our patients what works and what doesn't work so yes and then, um, Denise, I think we um, touched on that food. People love their diet. We love our garlic. I know I love garlic. Oh, I my do. God. Her. Garlic and, and onions. And we do have oh, a my favorite. coming to chair apologizing. I'm sorry I had that salad just with that ate. garlic. <laughs> yeah. Garlic, <laughs> onions, curry, those strong seasonings. So me and my friends have this thing where we say, if we're going to talk about it, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk. So it not only does it play a part in your oral smell. It also plays a part in how your body smells. That's your pores. Right. Because it comes, mm-hmm. yes, it definitely comes out. Mm-hmm. Your pores. So always be mindful of that. If you want to be home and you know you're going to be home for a while, you can cook up whatever it is you want to cook up. I mean, you can eat whatever it is that you want to eat. But but don't take offense when you come see a mouth mechanic <laughs> and we start asking questions. We do start asking questions. But those diets, the keto diet, the intermittent fasting, fasting does produce an odor. Mm. Yes, fasting produces an odor. When you're not eating and it's just you all dry and nothing's coming out, when you go to open your mouth, it's like Puff the Magic Dragon. So those things also play a part. So when you are looking to be healthy in your body, that includes your mouth because you don't put your mouth in your pocket. You don't put your mouth in your purse and then you pull it out when you come see us. It's, it's a part of your body. 
So when you decide to say, oh, my friend did the keto diet and she looks really good right now. But let's make sure that that works for you. Mm -hmm. Because if you do the keto diet and it does dry your mouth out, increased dryness in the mouth does increase your risk for getting cavities. So you have to pay attention that whatever the fad is may not be the fad for for your health. Health. Mm -hmm. Even with the intermittent fasting, whatever the fad is, it may not be the fad for you. You have to make sure that the pros outweigh the cons. Mm -hmm. And if your mouth is jacked up, you can't eat anyway. Mm -hmm. So at least make sure that what you're doing, even when you're doing the spices and things like that, some of those spices, especially when you like the the big ones, you don't like them grind down really fine. You know, some of those spices get stuck underneath your gums. Mm-hmm. And if you're not flossing, it's sitting there. Mm-hmm. So if it's sitting there, it's getting old and it's starting to stink and it's causing a problem. Halitosis. It's making your breath stink. It's mm-hmm. making your breath stink. It's causing inflammation. Now you're bleeding. You have gingivitis. And now you're mad at us. Mm, <laughs> no, no. So pay attention to what you put in the mouth. I keep telling patients what goes in the mouth is going to come out your body. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what about when garlic is beneficial and you have other foods that are health-wise beneficial, um, neutralizing. I guess you could consider some foods that if you eat it, Mm -hmm. then you may want to pair it with an apple or Mm -hmm. a nice salad without all the vinaigrettes. It's just something natural so that you can be able to get that odor or neutralize that odor. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because some of the spices that we like to use are also highly acidic. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. Then you're talking about enamel damage. So you definitely want to always have your mouth in a neutral state. It does not hurt to take a sip of water while you're drinking, especially, okay, so if you are saying that you want to lose weight and you want your body to look a particular way, you know, taking sips in between your next bite will fill you up and you won't eat as much. Mm -hmm. And it'll also keep the mouth neutral Mm -hmm. while you're eating all of those things. So having a, a neutral atmosphere, does mm-hmm. decrease the breeding ground for bacteria. Mm-hmm. Definitely does that. And the other thing that I'm noticing with my patients in bad breath is smokers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> the smokers. On so many levels. Yes. <laughs> because, again, it touches on the dry mouth. Yes. It touches on the healing aspect. You don't heal as well. So It the- touches on the halitosis. Yes. And let's not talk about dry socket as well, too. With extraction. Yeah, if you have to get an extraction. It's older. Yes. <laughs> yes. The smokers. Now, I don't smoke. I do tell my patients, especially when they're doing marijuana, I know you're smoking your marijuana and then now you got the munchies. Mm-hmm. So now you got like two things hitting you mm-hmm. and then you're relaxed and you're not thinking about your oral health. You're not thinking about, let me get in here and get this smell out and get this food out. But you have to pay attention because outside of just that, you know, you're increasing your chances of oral cancer. So I, I don't, listen, I'm not the DEA. I said I'm the friendly dental hygienist. There you go. So I'm not here to <laughs> snitch on anybody. I'm just here to educate you that the habits that you have 
play a part in your health. So your habits play a part in your health and it can either heal or harm you. We talking all ages. Mm -hmm. Habits, health, heal, harm. That's it. Mm -hmm. So you have to pay attention to what it is that you're doing. Cigarette smoke, cigars, the pipe, you want to chew tobacco. All of those things play a part in how your breath smells. And stop telling us you're not smoking. We can smell it. We can definitely smell it. I'm like, no, I say to my patients, so what social habits do you have? Mm. Oh, I like to go out. You do hookah? Mm, no, not all the time. You drink alcohol? Mm -mm. I'm a social drinker. Do you <laughs> smoke? Yeah. What you smoke? And I always get the look. Like, now you know what I smoke. <laughs> like, why are you asking me what I smoke? But some will sh deny, deny, deny. But your mouth is definitely going to tell on you. Yes. We have quite a few patients nowadays that we have those restrictions lifted on, on the yes. cannabis. They absolutely yes, God they do. for the help of filter air purifier. <laughs> yes, I didn't know any better. I'm like, are you taking a little puff? <laughs> they it's do. that strong. It is strong. They absolutely do. But I will say, those are some of my nicest patients. They, they are, are the friendliest. Yes. <laughs> they are the friendliest. But their oral health and that odor mm. is not. It is not. So you definitely want to do outside of tongue scraping, outside of using a mouth rinse, flossing. You have to get out what you eat. You have mm -hmm. floss or a water pick. I'm not sure who said you don't have to clean underneath your gums. Underneath your gums is the foundation of your teeth. Mm -hmm. It's what keeps your teeth in your mouth. You That's have your right. bone. You have your sockets. You have your ligaments. You have to take care of the foundation. There is no way you're going to buy a house and not make sure that the foundation is sturdy. Mm -hmm. If there's a crack in the foundation, you're going to make sure somebody's going to come and figure out and there what's is going a on. Saying. Yes, there is a saying. You got to floss the teeth you want to keep. That's exactly. Right. That's right. That's right. And with flossing, there's a technique. That's why I prefer the water pick. Yes. But with flossing, there there is a technique with the flossing. And I tell patients, nothing against those floss picks, but they are not good for your overall oral health on a number of levels yes yeah. it's just one little piece of string that's for one and you I don't know how you can even get the right technique with the C shape so you, you don't get a C shape I don't even think you can form into no, a, a, a B a D or F you, just, <laughs> you, you, you put no letters in there so I do I tell my patients you know take that floss down as far as it will comfortably go into your gum tissues don't be in there hacking up your gums because if you hack up your gums, they're going to be tender. They're going to be sore. You're not going to floss. Mm -hmm. That's right. So treat your gums with some respect. And in the beginning, they will bleed. Yes, they will. Okay. Yes, they will. But stick and, with it. And that whole saying, well, I don't floss because my gums bleed, but that's why your gums bleed. Because exactly. you're not flossing. So the more you're consistent with your flossing, the, you'll start to notice a decrease in your bleeding. But you do you want to take that floss down as far as comfortably as it will go and pull it tight. Put that C around the teeth and go up and down five to six times. Don't go in there and come out. Don't do that. No, it's not supposed to go straight up and down. No. You got to mm -hmm. curve it around one side and that C. Hug shape. it. Hug that tooth. Curve it around the other side. Mm -hmm. And each and every time you're going up and down and then out. Wrap the floss a little farther a clean across, piece of floss. across that finger and put it back in. And I'm going to have to post it on, on our Facebook page. But I remember I put a post on my personal page. And this particular day was just a really bad day for hygiene. I felt like all of my patients had said to me, you know, if I don't leave the house, I don't brush my teeth. 
and I don't floss. Oh, wow. So I believe that every patient that sat in that seminar came to see me on that day. That particular day. <laughs> and I remember going in the bathroom to stretch. And I said, no, I have to tell the people. I have to tell the world this. So I'm letting you all know, brushing your teeth and not flossing is like taking a bath and not cleaning in between your butt cheeks. Mm. That's where mm-hmm. all the feces is. Yes. So just think about that the next time you go to brush your teeth and you do not floss. You will not take a bath and not clean your whole body. Mm -hmm. So don't take a bath with your mouth and not clean your whole mouth. Right. That's it. So don't. And and I told one of my patients that I could not get him to floss water pick for nothing. Then after that. But when I told him that, Mm -hmm. when Mm. I told him that, he was so excited. He called. And he took the receptionist. <laughs> Can you let her know I went and bought me some flows? <laughs> <laughs> because it's all about perspective. Yes, it and is. And you got to come at different angles for, you yes, know, for, for other people to really strokes, see it. That's different right. instructions. That's and right. education is key because I will say, you know, I have learned a whole lot through the years. Mm-hmm. And none of us is particularly perfect. No. Okay. So we are here to help educate you. That's our first, That and I'm so glad you brought that up. You know, outside being a doctor and you ladies being assistants and me being a hygienist, our first line of defense is education because you're That's only right. with us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're only with us a little bit. But if we can educate you and give you the pointers and the techniques, because what you do at home, because you with you all day, and some of you only come see me two to four times, and then, I mean, y'all tend to see him a little more, but... The education, even if I remember a doctor saying to me, even if you don't get to the cleaning, if you educated them, you did what you were supposed mm. to do. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we are a team. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. We're teaming up with you to help get your mouth and everything to a healthier state. Yes. And we are also teammates. So we need to all come together. And we can do this. Because I tag yes. y'all know, I tag y'all in quick. Go get Doc. I'm going to meet you across the hall. Sharon, come in, Sharon. Come in, that's it. That's quickly, it. it I, is I, I will call him quickly. And I do love how we do a show, Do Tell. Yes. I even, I love the reward, intrinsic reward that we get when patients say, if I had met you five years yes. earlier, and um, we wish you had of, but had you met five years earlier, I would not have lost the teeth that I have. But we said, mm-hmm. we're just going to keep the teeth that you do mm-hmm. have. Right. And so that is um something we do take pride in. Now, I'm saying thing about a conversation I had with one of my friends and when she texts me, she texts me uh, healthy relationships. But when she texts healthy, she had the H-E-A-L in all caps. So all I saw was heal thy relationships. Ooh, oh, yes. So, that's a so good right one. now, I'm like healthy mouths. Mm-hmm. Heal thy mouth. Yes. That's what we yes. to do. That is exactly mm-hmm. what yes. the mouth mechanics awesome. came to that. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heal, heal thy, thy mouth. mouth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And then with, with your brushing, I prefer the power toothbrush, the electric mm-hmm. toothbrushes, the rechargeable ones. Those... I believe is my personal opinion. This is deology. Okay. I prefer <laughs> the rechargeable toothbrushes. They get they have more rotations per minute than the battery operated ones, right. and they have ro- uh, more rotations per minute than my hand. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely recommend the power toothbrushes. And there is a technique to brushing. Mm-hmm. There you is. You have to get your guns, even though because growing up, my mama said, "Girl, go brush your teeth." 
She didn't say anything about my gum. That's right. She she didn't mention anything about flossing. And we definitely wasn't messing with no um, mouth or spit that all over the place. It's going to be on the mirror. It's going to be on the floor. It's going to be on the sink. We're going to clean it up. No. So we have come to almost re-raise you. There you <laughs> go. There you go. <laughs> so when, when you're brushing, you do want to put your toothbrush half on your gums. Mm -hmm. And if you're on the bottom, angle into your gum tissues. If you're on the top, angle up and watch your pressure. Remember I said Please. respect your gums. Respect your gums. So watch your pressure. And if you're using an electric toothbrush with proper placement, just slowly walk it around the mouth. Mm -hmm. Don't have the the brush going in circles and then your hand going in the back and forth movement. Mm -hmm. Right. Your gums are upset and they are going to leave. They are going to leave. Yes. <laughs> they will quickly yes. say, I'm out. Yes. And then if they, if they leave, the bone is soon to follow. Yeah. So recession. And then the roots are, hang are used the bone to be anchored in. So yes. there you go. Yes. And the inside, the inside of not just what people see when you talk or smile, the inside of the teeth have to be brushed too. the top mm -hmm. and the bottom and the back. And it's okay. Listen, like we talked with Sharon about earlier, mm -hmm. I think we got her over that gag thing. Yes, Nobody's yes. in the bathroom with you. So if you have to take and contort your cheek or pull your lip down so that you can get to the bottom or, you know, pull the cheek back so you can get behind that last tooth. Do what it is that you have to do to make sure you are healing thy mouth mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. you are brushing the way that you you really are supposed to brush. And take your time. Mm -hmm. Take your time. Your thank is in the end. Probably like the third or fourth appointment. Normally not the first week. <laughs> right. Normally not the first. <laughs> Normally not the first that we get a thank you. But when you see, when you're consistent and you see that the education that we gave you really changed certain things. I remember walking in the shoppers. I did not know this lady, but she said, you taught me how to brush my teeth. Mm. And now my husband has no problem kissing me. So oh, over time, yeah, over time, you'll, you'll, now they don't recognize me no more because I look like Dark Vader when I go in there. Behind <laughs> <laughs> the shield, the mask, yes, everything, everything. <laughs> but before when it was just, you know, the mask and the safety glasses, and then we were able to take the mask off, they saw our faces. Mm -hmm, right. Now we're not able to take the mask off. That's right. So. And then I think they don't like to stare because they do this thing where they they like the eyes look familiar. Mm -hmm. And don't let me have a lash on because you know I don't wear a lash to work. <laughs> <laughs> so don't let me have a lash on and they see me and they like, I think it's you, but I'm not. But if it is, just, I don't know if it's you or not, but thank you because I think you taught me how to uh, brush my teeth because you work with Tansy, don't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing outside of what we were taught with the brush and the floss and and the rinse and the tongue scraper, which you put in your mouth, the gum and the candy and the mints mm. that you think is fighting the odors. Mm -hmm. If it's a high sugar content, now it has put you in a whole it's other ball. making it mm. 10 times worse. Yeah, it is. It's so all the sugar, sugar in my free. coffee is, is not really good, you know? Is that what you're trying to say to me? So I'm going to tell you like I tell my patient. Uh-huh. <laughs> Education is key. I am not telling you not to do something that's keeping you out of jail. So if that coffee and that sugar is keeping you out of jail <laughs> and it's keeping you in a peaceful state of mind, you do your coffee and your sugar, but you have to brush it. You have to floss it. You have to use your tongue scraper. You have to keep your mouth neutral. You have to use a mouth rinse. For everything that we do, we have to make sure that we go back and deal with the effects of it. So a good routine. 
Yes, you need a very a good, good routine. routine. And if you're going to do a mint, because we tend to let mints sit in the mouth sugar-free, mm. do sugar-free. Because if you do a mint and it contains a lot of sugar, a whole it, they lit. Them little sugar little bugs is lit in your mouth. So if you're going to do a mint, do a sugar-free mint. If you're going to yeah. eat candy, eat the candy. Eat the, don't be walking around with head with a blow pop in your mouth for 45 minutes. <laughs> if you're going to eat the candy, eat the candy and then neutralize the mouth. But if the mint is for the breath, do sugar-free. If the gum is for the breath, do sugar-free. So, um, xylitol, and you find it in Trident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it That's helps. a good one. Yeah, it, it helps. It's, xylitol decreases your chances of getting cavities, but also takes care of your breath. So don't think that you're going to put some Skittles. Oh, if I put some Skittles in my mouth, it's going to take care of this, mm-hmm. this weed smell coming out my Absolutely mouth. Absolutely not. If I just go ahead and toss this butterscotch little piece of candy in here, it's going to cover up the fact that I ran out of the house and didn't brush my teeth this morning. No, no. You have to have your routine. That's what's going to take care of everything. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, brushing, flossing, mm-hmm. tongue scraping, um, using your mouth rinses, coming to see your dental professionals. Those are the weapons that's in your arsenal to heal thy mouth. Everything else, the candy, the gum, the strips that they put on the... Oh, Listerine Lister- strips. The Listerine yeah. strips. Yeah. Oh. No, we need an actual mouth. To put on the yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. those, those, those are band-aids. band-aids. Those are band-aids over a surgical wound. That's right. We can't do that. So you need a whole routine. To, yes, ma'am. I was, oh. just, I was just saying. A whole routine. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get my routine in order. <laughs> that's now, it. that's okay. The Listerine strips are okay if you're on the go. On the go, yeah, but you, know, you still need to. But you still need a Make sure rinse. your routine. Make sure my routine first thing in the morning. That's right. And at night is the routine. Yes. Mm. I just had my coffee in the car mm. on the way to work. That's right. So I'm going to pop a little piece of gum or my strip. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to make sure that my routine That's is right. on Stay point. Same. And yeah. then when you leave work and ha- hit that happy hour with that um, alcohol, same thing. You just got <laughs> coffee in the Make morning, sure that home routine. Yeah. Make sure that routine is going to be on point at nighttime when we get really lazy. Yes. yes. So, um, that's when it matters. Because I tell my right. patients, once you sleep on it, it's not coming out in the mm. morning. Mm-hmm. No, it's not going to come out in the morning once you sleep on it. So if, if you want Thursdays, $5 wings and $4 margaritas to be there Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Have a good night's sleep, boo. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not going to eat Thursday's wings Saturday morning, you got to get them out Thursday night. That's right. Because in essence, that's what you're doing. If you don't take it out, then you're eating it again on Saturday and mm-hmm. you're eating it again on Sunday. And then you want to come in here for lack of better terms and make love to my saliva ejector. Because mm. you, know you don't want your, you, now the spit is nasty. Mm-hmm. Now what's in your mouth is toxic, but you okay. didn't had it for six months. No. Okay. Just yeah. by you saying that, like you should want to brush your teeth after you just saying that. Like, right. Why would I want right. to have Saturday's food and it's, it's now Tuesday? Like what? I said that. That's yeah. And people, I always um, chuckle behind the mask when some of that chunks of meat come out Mm -hmm. when they've had it probably two or three days, and then they look at me like, "What was that in my mouth?" And they try to pull it out and pluck it on the floor as if, "Did I put? Did you put that there?" I'm like, "No, no, no. You put that there. Just forgot to get it (laughs) two, three days ago." I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. If you ever not, I made a post yesterday. These are things I want you to consider before. Mm-hmm. You make an appointment to come see me. 
Danita Price, the friendly hygienist, if I have asked you, did you eat breakfast? It is because it looks like you, you have ate breakfast. <laughs> if I asked you, did you have lunch? It's because it looks like you had lunch. If you tell me no, we are going to have a discussion because I didn't put it in there. I just need y'all to be honest. I didn't put it in there. Remember, we are what you don't reveal. That's your mouth. We're going to be working together. What you don't reveal. Your mouth is going to tell on you anyway, so you might as well be honest. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, so if you if you had breakfast on Sunday and you left it out on the counter, would you then go back and eat that same breakfast on Wednesday? And they always say, no, that's nasty. Well, that's what you did. Mm -hmm. That's what's in your mouth. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what you did. (laughs) You're still swallowing a piece of that (laughs) (laughs) that brunch you had with your girls. Yeah, you 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 still on that those mimosas. So it's it's imperative. Yeah. It is imperative to floss. It is or use a water pick. Now I love water picks. <laughs> I love water picks. <laughs> I, I prefer the water pick, but it's a technique to that too. Mm-hmm. There's a technique to everything that we do. It's just is what it is. You want to get a water pick that you are comfortable using. Yeah, if it has a small tank and you have not water picked the entire mouth, add more water. The Water in the tank, once it's gone, that doesn't mean you're done. You have more teeth, mm-hmm. you have more germs, you have more bacteria. You fill that tank up as many times as you need to. And you want to angle your nozzle at 45 degrees because we're flushing out a system. Mm-hmm. We're not power washing the gums. So you want to be able to flush them out and you want to do the outside as well as the inside of your gums. You have to take care of the foundation. You do. You now, in the reservoirs, <laughs> Of your water picks and water flossers, can you use baking soda? I would not do baking soda. Now, we do have, because we work with a good doctor, Mm -hmm. we do have the ability to write you a prescription. Mm -hmm. Uh And some of those rinses you can put in your water pick to use underneath your gums. You can also use the -the over-the-counter mouth rinses to put into your water pick. And remember, I told y'all, stay tuned because we're coming up with some stuff that you all can use in your water pick. And I have to say this, you can also use a little bit of bleach in your water pig okay. once or twice a week, not every day. You want to do it once or twice a week to flush out your gums. The thing about that is you have to keep the lines of your water pig clean. So if you are putting an additive in your water pig, uh-huh. once that, once you're done using it, you want to take some water and run a full tank of nothing but water just through hot your water, water That's pig. right. Hot water. Okay. Maybe even a cap of like white vinegar. We'll yeah. Too, just a little cap full of that. Because you want to clean it. Yeah, you want to clean because you don't want mold. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're trying to get rid of the bacteria and now we're introducing mold. Yes. I mean, you know, we really don't want to do that into right. the body. So those water picks, uh, they're helpful. But you want to make sure they're not harmful. Yes, mm-hmm. And so you're not damaging the gums as well. What setting do you suggest the water pick be on? I always tell my patients to start out low. Start out at the very low setting and then gradually work your way up. And you keep it at a setting that's comfortable for you. I have some patients that can use it on a 10 and I don't see any damage. That's the other thing, though. Even if you can take it at a 10, but I see that you're damaging your gums, I am going to recommend that you take it down but I tell them to to go to where they are most comfortable because if you're comfortable doing something you're going to keep doing it Mm -hmm. so So it's not supposed to be stinging no Mm -mm. no no so if you're comfortable at a four just because it says ten that doesn't mean you have to get there and it doesn't mean that you're not doing 
the job. Right. So if you're comfortable at a four, stay at a four. If you go to a five and you're like, oh, I can handle this, but just where you're comfortable at. Some of them only have an on and off. Mm-hmm. So at that point, you have to uh, pay attention to distance. Mm-hmm. If you are really close to the gums and that's causing you some pain, back up some. Back up some. And it's messy. But again, you're in the bathroom by yourself. By yourself. I, that's why I like the handheld one for me. I can take it right, right in the, the shower, shower and I don't mm-hmm. have to be conscientious about where is this water going because mm-hmm. this is a place meant for water. Yes. So, yes. So, yeah, you always everything that we're telling you to do, you want to do it at a level that you're comfortable doing it because we want you to continue to do it. Consistency is the key to health. Mm-hmm. consistently working out, consistently eating healthy, consistently brushing and consistently flossing. Consistency is the key to health. Consistently rinsing and consistently using your tongue scraper. Consistently coming to see us. That's it. That routine. Is, yes. Routine, yes. routine. Consistent. Consistent routine. with your routine because we have routines. Mm-hmm. We definitely have routines. We're just not consistent with them. And that'll help you with your bad breath. Now, if you have done all of those things. That's it. And that has not helped you with your bad breath, then we will recommend that you see your primary care doctor because some underlying health conditions cause bad breath. Thank you. Yes. Some uncontrolled systemic issues Mm -hmm. can cause bad breath. So we're not just here to clean your teeth, suck out your spit and pull them. That's not what we're here for. Mm -hmm. That is not what we're here for. We're educators and we educate the entire body. We're concerned about your entire body. That's right. The mouth is the gateway we, right. to all of it. Yes. So if we have done all that we have done and we can do, then we will refer you. And it's not always to another dentist. We will refer you to your primary care doctor because there may be something else going on, something else underlying, especially with our diabetic patients, because there's a smell for uncontrolled diabetes. Mm-hmm. There is a smell. Your, your mouth tell on you, even when it, it ain't sure saying does. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's speaking even in silence. Yeah, so. your mouth definitely tells on you. So we have given a lot of tips. I, I know they're very helpful. Um, Again, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you. We'll conclude this with halitosis. Stay tuned for our second part of Unmasking Your Smile with Habits that Wreak Havoc on your smile. Again, I am your host, Dr. Tanzania Davis. Ashley Hart, your dental assistant. And Danita Price, your friendly hygienist. Sharon Nickerson, dental assistant. Always fierce.